Welcome to the Be Bold or Be Forgotten podcast. My name is Brian Brown. Have you ever wondered why some people's stories are told for generations after they've passed, yet most are forgotten within just a few short years? Have you ever put much thought into which category you'll end up in? What we're going to do is go behind the scenes and let anybody who wants to watch me fight. Fight to become a lineage maker for my family while my chips are down and the odds are against me. Maybe in that process, you'll decide that you want to become a lineage maker too. So in the last episode, I told you what it took for me to realize that I had this fear of success. And I also shared that if you had asked me if I was afraid of success in the past, that I would have told you absolutely not. And I find it interesting because most people that I talk to, they also tell me that they're not afraid of success. But today, I might challenge your thinking on that a little bit because I'm going to explain exactly why people are more afraid of success than they are failure. And I think it might surprise you. So for a moment, I want you to think about the things that you want to become very successful at. Uh, Like, I want to earn this title or position. I want to make X amount of dollars this year. I want to own this dream home in this neighborhood. I want to own that dream car. I want to become influential and have the world know about my work and my message. I want to... I want to run a company that does this much in annual revenue and impacts this many people. Okay? So let's go back to each one of them and talk about the things that people might think would come along with those successes. Earning a fancy title or prestigious position? Hmm. I don't know. Earning that title would mean that I would have to put in a lot more work than I'm currently putting in and... You know, most people who get to the top, they got to stab people in the back and screw people over to get there. And even if I didn't do that, getting my position, getting to that position would probably mean that I would have to sacrifice a lot of my time to be with my family, which would mean that I'm not a good dad to my kids and I wouldn't be a good husband to my wife. And that might mean that she goes looking for attention somewhere else. And, you know, I really do like playing golf with my buddies a couple times a week. And, you know, I don't want to give up what I enjoy doing. And I'm not going to leave my friends behind just because I want to become more successful and get this title. You know, now that I think of it, staying where I'm at seems like a much better option. I don't, I don't really want everything that comes along with having that fancy title. Making X amount of dollars in a single year? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, that's, that's really a lot of money now that I think about it. It would probably put me in a higher tax bracket and I would have to pay a whole bunch more to the IRS. Plus, if my friends and family found out how much money I was making, they would they'd probably ask me for money, which, you know, that would just make things weird. And right now, my friends like me for who I am, not the money that I make. And not only that, am I really worth that much money? You know, what happens when people find out that I'm really not worth being paid that much? I'm going to look like a fraud. Not to mention... The Bible says that it's easier for a camel to fit through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to get into heaven. I'd rather go to heaven than be rich. So now that I think about it, staying where I'm at 
seems like a much safer option. I mean, I don't really want everything that comes along with making that much money. Owning that dream home in that neighborhood? Hmm. I mean, I don't know. I bet you that a lot of our neighbors would be stuck up. All they care about is making money, so they, they're probably not even home much to enjoy it at all. And if I have a big house, you know, I'd, I'd probably need to like hire a maid service and lawn mowing service and what, do I think I'm too good to clean my own house and cut my own grass? I don't want to be that guy. Plus, imagine when my friends and family come over. What, what are they going to say? Ooh, nice house. Must be nice to live in a rich neighborhood. Don't forget about us regular people. Now that I stopped to think about it, living where we're at right now, it just, it just makes a lot more sense. I mean, I don't really want everything that comes along with having that dream house. Owning that dream car? Hmm. I don't know. My, my insurance would go up for sure. And imagine what my parents would say if I pulled up in that fancy car. They'd probably say something like, you know, you don't really need a car like that, do you? I mean, that's wasteful. We, we raised you better than that. What's wrong with your old car? It worked just fine, didn't it? And, you know, people who drive those fancy cars, they're always cutting people off, thinking they can do whatever they want. You know, they're the type of people who think they can take up two parking spaces just because they don't want their car to get scratched. Like, they're too good for regular people. Come to think of it, keeping the car that I've got right now seems like a much better option. I don't really want everything that comes along with having that dream car. Running a big company? Hmm, I don't know. I can barely manage the team of people that I'm working with right now. I can't even imagine working with a team that's 10 or 100 times bigger. I'd probably be dealing with problems like 24-7. Plus, running something that big would probably mean that I have to give up control of doing things my way. And not to mention, running something like that brings a crazy amount of responsibility. What if I mess up? What if I make a mistake? It wouldn't just be a mess up for me. It would mess up a lot of families and, and their families. Am I really qualified to lead that many people? I mean, there's some days that I can barely lead myself to do what I need to do. Hmm. You know, come to think of it, staying small seems like a much better option. I don't, I don't really want everything that comes along with running a big company or organization. Becoming influential and sharing my message worldwide? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of people who they would judge me for what I love talking about. People will probably write harsh things about me on the internet and... Do I really want to be known around the world and, and possibly high profile? Like, what if it even got to the point where people were coming up to me at restaurants and interrupting my family meals? Like, that wouldn't be cool. And think about my kids at school. Like, would I need to hire a personal bodyguard for them? Man, come to think of it, staying small seems like a much better option. I don't really want everything that comes along with becoming influential or high profile. <laughs> See, you may not care about accomplishing anything or any part of what I'm talking about, and I'm not saying that you should either. I'm just giving you some common examples, and you can choose what a higher level of success looks like for you. But I would ask you, is it possible that you're like the old me? See, because I would venture to say that you're not afraid of failure, because the truth is, people give you empathy when you fail. You just might be like I was, afraid of success. 
You're afraid of it because of the judgment and everything else that you believe comes with it, even though we really don't know. And becoming successful means that you let go of what you already know right now and step into that unknown. It means letting go of the problems that you're addicted to and getting attention for right now and stepping into a world of uncertainty. And let's be real, that's scary. So why did I make the change? Well, finally I came to this realization that keeping my current situation was much scarier than building a life that my family deserves and becoming a lineage maker. But here's the crazy part in my limited experience. The things you think will be so bad often aren't. As I was writing this letter in my local coffee shop, uh, I actually started actually started crying because I just thought about, and, and it just it just hit me for whatever reason, I thought about how disappointed and hurt my dad would be if I went through with my plans. I mean, I literally had to walk past the barista and put my hat down so that she couldn't see my tears before I made it to the bathroom to ugly cry. <laughs> Embarrassing to admit, but... Yeah, it was hard for me. However, what happened after I shared this message and letter with him surprised me. I'll explain more after I read it to you. Hey, Dad. I didn't know that this was going to be the hardest letter that I've ever had to write. But I'm doing it because I know that you wouldn't want anything holding me back from living the life that I believe that I'm called to do. And the truth is, if I choose not to write this, I would be holding myself back from doing just that. And I want to start by saying that I am incredibly blessed and grateful to have you as my father. I love you. And I recognize that I wouldn't be where I'm at today without all that you've done for me. I know the sacrifices that you've made in your career to, uh, to be home a lot with us. And most people in your position, they would have been gone. So I respect you more than you know. I also want to say that in no way do I want you to feel like anything you've done or not done has held me back. And that's why I was hesitant to write this letter because I'm risking that you might feel that way. Please understand that I know that nobody can hold a person back but themselves. I'm also risking that you might not be proud of me moving forward. And I don't want to disappoint you. I don't want to let you down. And that probably sounds a little bit ridiculous, writing this at 34 years old, especially since you've been nothing but supportive and proud of me my whole life. You've never once pushed me to be something because you wanted me to do it. You know, Dad, I'm going to do my best to model that same approach with my kids. I say all that to say this. My biggest fear in sharing this with you And doing what I'm getting ready to do is that you'll be hurt by it in some way. And that's a big reason why I want to have this conversation ahead of time so that you can understand where I'm coming from. See, for many years, I've been drawn towards this idea of breaking generational chains. So when I go speak and train, I find myself talking about this topic because it pains me to see generation after generation suffer those same challenges. You know, I talk about becoming that person who breaks those chains for your family. And the person who accomplishes that is what I call a lineage maker. So without consciously knowing, 
I have sabotaged my potential impact and success in multiple areas because I wanted that message to stay small. And in order for that message to stay small, I had to play relatively small. I've held back because I believe that if I told the world that I'm committed to becoming a lineage maker for my family, I would possibly be dishonoring you or our family. And in my mind, I figured I'd be suggesting that you weren't a lineage maker yourself, which wouldn't be true either. The bottom line is, Dad, I held back because the last thing that I want is for you to feel embarrassed, ashamed, or disrespected in any way because you're so important to me. I now understand why so many people don't go on to live their life's mission until their father passes. Simply because they don't want their father to feel embarrassed, ashamed, or disrespected by their actions either. That being said, I don't want to wait that long. And I don't think you want me to wait that long either. You know, once heard that we act like the parent that we crave love from the most. That we shape ourselves into what we think we need to be in order to gain love, acceptance, and approval. I love mom very much, but for me, that parent is you. And again, I want you to know that you never made me feel like I needed to behave in a certain way to get love or approval. Quite the opposite, actually. So please understand that me feeling that way, it's 100% on me. Part of my challenge is that I believe what I'm getting ready to do would in some ways contradict the things that you value, Dad. Like, you value staying out of the spotlight. If I do this, there's a good chance that I'll be in it. I know our family doesn't talk about personal things or real feelings, especially publicly. And I get the impression that it was the same for you growing up. Well, what I'm getting ready to do will require me to be an open book for this world on this world stage that we now call social media. Dad, you value not rocking the boat or creating conflict. I, I'll challenge people in the way that they think. Some people aren't going to like me for it. You value what other people think about you, as, as we all do <laughs> to certain degrees. And I'm going to have to leave that behind as best as that I can if I'm going to live out my purpose. Lastly, I know that wealth building and making money is low on your value and priority list. And I might just make a whole bunch of money in the process of impacting a significant number of people. Dad, I don't want to disappoint you. I value our relationship. I'm grateful for the father that you are to me. I'm making it my mission to become a lineage maker and God willing create a platform where others can choose to become lineage makers too. It will require me to be transparent in many of my own challenges and it will require a new Brian to show up. I don't know how everything is going to play out, but I guess when it comes down to it, I'm simply asking for your blessing to move forward with what I know I need to do. Love your son, Brian. So here's the crazy part to me. After putting all of this on paper and after our conversation over breakfast, it seemed like this big chalk that was holding me back was actually kind of silly. Like it all was made up in my head and 
It was no big deal to my dad, other than the fact that he appreciated that I took the time to sit down with him and write the letter. If I had to guess, some of the chalks holding you back might turn out to be just as silly. They might be this big thing you thought you had to be afraid of that you didn't have to be afraid of at all, especially when you put it down on paper. So here's my challenge to you this week. Identify one of those chalks, one of those things that's been holding you back and address it head on. It might be a letter that you write to someone. It might be a phone call that you've been putting off. It might be taking that thing that you know is detrimental to becoming a lineage maker and killing it as an option. So I would challenge you, once you address that thing that's holding you back, post that experience in the Lineage Makers Facebook group. If you're not already a member, simply search it on Facebook and join. And I look forward to seeing your story and that that experience shared inside of that community. And in the next episode, I'll be addressing another one of my chalks that have held me back. And I'll address it by sharing another letter written to the people that I'm leaving behind. Yes, I said, to the people that I'm leaving behind. At the end of the day, we got to ask ourselves, if I don't win, who's going to lose? If I don't win, who is going to lose? Because here's the truth. If we don't do something significant with our lives, why does it even matter how long we live? And the way I see it, we've got two options. Tiptoe quietly to the grave of forgotten or be bold and become a lineage maker for our families. We're gonna go on a journey together to find out exactly what it takes to make sure when our great-grandkids get asked who their great-grandfather is, they won't fall victim to a frozen pen. Hey, it's Brian. If you find this podcast to be worth your time, I'd ask you to consider giving it a rating on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. If it's a complete waste of your time, give it one out of five stars. If it's at all relevant to you living a better life and you plan on listening further, consider giving it five stars. Thank you in advance. And when you're ready, we've got an exclusive Lineage Makers official Facebook group that I'll invite you to access after you rate the podcast. Head over to brianjbrown.us forward slash podcast for more resources and details. You can also connect with me on Instagram at brianjbrown. I look forward to seeing you on the other side and in the next episode.